Hey everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today I want to talk about uh, connecting the dots. So this can happen in a number of ways. The dots can all connect to failure and the dots can all connect to success. And often we will... Um, most of us are doing things every single day and most of us think that what we're doing is helping get us to the place we want to get to and I guess most people are employees so they're I guess they're looking at things differently from if you're a, a business person and depending on your age and your environment and everything is going to determine what's driving you. And I think uh, from a, a career perspective, I, if I reflect on the various stages of, of my career, the first one was I wanted to get out of home and I wanted to find out well, what, what's the fastest way to get me out of home. And that was to go to uni, which meant uh, three years still, still at home. I was fortunate enough that there was a university that was relatively close to my my home in in Bendigo in country Victoria, central regional Victoria, and um, three years of that, my pathway out was accounting. I did a bachelor of business in accounting. From there, it was to get to Melbourne as part of a graduate program, and then progress from there, become a chartered accountant, and just see where that that led. My my way of, um, I guess I wasn't really thinking a heap in terms of career development. It was career creation at that point to get out of home. That was my main reason. I wanted to get out of home. I wanted to be financially independent. I just hated living at home. And uh, so I, I did that. And then when I began, I then joined Coops and Library and I moved to Melbourne. I was living in a city Melbourne. It was a huge adjustment for me because I was not used to the busyness of city life and skyscrapers and um, just the just working for the first time really uh, from sort of eight till five thirty. I think is when I I kind of started, and then um, with that heavy uh, workload, then uh, working out how relationships and stuff worked within the work the workplace and I didn't see that I had a long-term career path uh, in that environment I didn't want to become a senior manager or a partner within one of these big uh, big accounting firms and I, I didn't really know where it was going to take me but what I knew was the next step was to become a chartered accountant so I had to work for a year and then you could start your your chartered account, that was just one of the rules. You had to do that. And uh, it was about an 18 month process to become a chartered accountant. And so then I got that and that was a huge achievement for me, hardest thing I've ever done. And uh, from there, it was like, okay, well, I'm now starting to look outside of uh, the chartered accounting world and use my skills to get into industry somewhere opportunity came up to work for a large the largest telecommunications company here in Australia and I thought I just need to get out I applied for like an internal audit role there because I was mainly working internal external audit at uh, Coops and Lybrand and I thought okay well that's a logical 
logical step. I absolutely bombed. One of the worst interviews I've I've ever done. They gave me a case study, and I can, I can just remember. Um, it, it what look I was very much under the under the griller. It was kind of like a, a three people interview panel, senior people. Um, it was just like grilling one question after the other after the other. And I was very inexperienced at that time in terms of interviews and stuff and certainly my self-confidence. And I can remember answering this question and I was in the answer and it was like a, an out-of-body experience. I'm watching myself answer the question and saying, you don't know what you're talking about and I'm just making stuff up. And it was so awkward. Needless to say, I didn't get that interview. I felt horrible walking out of it. I thought, I know I haven't got that that job. It was horrible. But things work out for a reason. And then it uh, wasn't long after another opportunity came up there, which was like a statutory accounting job. So reporting, uh, I moved into that role. I was overpaid for and underutilized. Uh, well, the pay was right, but I was just under underutilized. And the whole structure in... There was really bad. They were paying way too much for people that were just working literally nine to five. And again, I, I stuck at it for a couple of years and then um, I wanted to get a good experience and you're just not knowing whether there would be another opportunity that came up. From there, I then went to an opportunity came up in internal audit in a company called RACV, which is like Royal Automobile Club of Victoria. And uh, like very big, very diverse, and it was becoming more diverse. And I thought, well, this is a really great opportunity. Uh, it was closer to home, which was a big draw card for me, working away from like into the city. I was traveling like door to door, three to four hours a day, uh, depending on the traffic. Now, keep in mind, this was pre-days of internet and um, to a large extent phones when I was working in there. And... Um, yeah, I didn't have a computer or anything like laptop or anything like that. So I was uh, sleeping on trains. So, yeah, that's where my mindset was back then rather than reading and learning and writing notes and stuff. And uh, so I then went to this new job closer to home. It was diverse. And I thought, well, I'll go in at this entry level sort of level. I was a senior level at uh, in an internal audit role. And let's just see where it goes. I was in that role for about four and a half years or so and then I thought I just needed change. I didn't like the culture of the the team I was working with, and I, I, um, I was yeah. I just wanted to. I needed a new challenge, and so then I went from one job to the next to the next. And all the time along, I guess I was viewing it as, in terms of if we go back to connecting the dots, it was about continuing to learn, continuing to progress. The biggest thing was my like I I did want my obviously my salary to grow. Each year, I was very conscientious on and getting to that. I wanted to get to that $100,000 plus a year. I, I just felt that I needed to get there. It was a big psychological thing for me. And, um, yeah, I ended up achieving that. But one of the – and I guess once you achieve that and you, know, you look at your, your wealth creation strategy, your personal wealth creation strategy and paying off uh, your, your mortgage and, you know, building that wealth and, and so forth, uh, it it's then comes down to uh, how am I growing as a person? How am I grow? What are the what are the skills that I'm learning? Am I becoming better at my craft? And uh, fortunately, each of the the roles that I had, if I look backwards and I could see how I've grown and used each of those positions to develop a different skill set, and uh, it's really quite cool. And at the time, you don't necessarily know <clears throat> how you're going to use all those skills in 
in the future. It's just that my thinking was, well, it's like that next rung on the ladder and I want to make sure that I keep on growing and building skills that I don't either currently have or they're not strong. And all the time going through this, none of this was about learning how to run, run your own business, even though I was in charge of running certain aspects of businesses and looking at numbers and that kind of stuff. Um, it's just different, right? And so fast forward and I get to you know a few more positions, running departments and uh, sitting in as general manager for, for um, certain roles at periods of times and just not feeling like... I was part of the bigger corporation sitting in one of those roles. I didn't feel like I was a good enough person, to be honest, to uh, to be able to do those things. And anyway, then I got to the point where I thought, I just want to run my own business. I, I want to do uh, health and fitness. I, I, I want to work on people's mindsets. I can see how much of a, uh, an impact it's had on my personal success. And so I want to help others do that. And I want to work with business owners and like executives and that kind of stuff to help them become better at their their roles and and do that. And I thought it would be a lot more fulfilling. And certainly at the time, it was providing a unique opportunity for, um, so I was married at the time, to uh, scale back the, the, the volume of work that I was doing. And my wife at the time, she wanted to return return to work and a more full-time and me step into the role of looking after the children. Whoops, they were they were young and I just wanted to spend more time with them as well as having that flexibility to work in the sort of late afternoon, evenings and on the days that um, my now ex-wife uh, wasn't working so that I could then focus on building those clients. And that's how I started building the, the business and just went from sort of strength to strength, got divorced then had to work harder than I'd ever planned to because I was actually uh, moved out into this to, to into the business to, I guess, just have a complete life change. We're living on the dream property, acreage, dream house, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, things just changed. And then I had to work harder than I'd ever worked before. But the gift was in that I realized that I hadn't really worked that hard at all, even though I, at the time, I was saying, oh, you're working so hard and I need to have weekends off and so forth. I, I wasn't bringing out the best in me until I started running a business and things got really hard. Like it was the toughest time of my life. But I could then start to see how all of these dots are connecting and happening in the way that they were to make me a better person because I was I was focused on high performance and wanting those results, but I wasn't doing the work to achieve those outcomes. I just thought, why isn't it happening? Well, because I didn't have the right coaching. I wasn't doing all the right things. I wasn't working hard enough. I wasn't focused enough. I wasn't focusing on the right things. And it was like, yes, there was a whole bunch of scattered dots out there. And I was progressing through corporate life to achieve the you know, the executive income, executive positions, I could still be there if I wanted to. And probably, oh, who knows, maybe pulling in 100 and, 150000 or something like that uh, right now as a salary uh, earner, not having to worry about the stress of running your own business. You get the same paycheck each week or each month and, you know, be yeah, content like that. 
but it wasn't fulfilling me in the ways that I needed to be fulfilled and I wasn't bringing out the best of me. I'd still be there and I wouldn't be as great a person as I am now. I wouldn't have the knowledge, the skills, the focus, the drive. Uh, If I went back into corporate now, which I have no intentions of doing, I would be so much more effective. And yes, I'd be able to do that general manager role, no problem. I'd uh, be better at performing, uh, sorry, forming high performance teams around me, way better at building relationships and just doing uh, super, super well. And I would really stand out as being different from everybody else because of my approach to it and have a really positive impact on that organization. Um, So it's a shame that I didn't have that then, but I'm getting it now and that's what's important. And so if I think about connecting the dots the wrong way. It's like when you're in business. If you keep doing the same things, the wrong things that are giving you the same results, then it's it's not going to be too long before you end up uh, not making uh, proper money. You're not, you're not earning uh, a good income. You're not earning your worth. And you, you, you're convincing yourself that you're attached to these great ideas or you don't want to go and work for someone else because you haven't been able to follow directions or you just don't want to, you're too stubborn, whatever. And but that's what you should be doing. And you you don't want to admit that you're actually not a business owner. You should be working for someone else. And that can be a hard realization, but uh it can also remove a whole bunch of stress from the household and from you. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you can add a lot of value to people by doing the being the best version of you it doesn't have necessarily have to be a business. Uh, I love running my business. I love the flexibility that it provides. And that might sound like, well, you can just do nothing and, and whatever. But those people that run successful businesses know what I'm talking about. You're working harder than you've ever worked before. But it's not work because you love it. You're working more hours than anyone else that's an employee um, because it's your business. And it's, you get all the, the rewards, but you take on all the risks as well. And a lot of people take that for granted and they just look at the results. But keep in mind that most businesses aren't successful. Most businesses aren't thriving and doing doing great stuff. So when I work with people, when I coach them, I, uh, I draw it on the whiteboard and I say, like, you've got to see that um, getting your training right, which is usually the easy part, to be honest, getting that training right, getting that strength training right, that's one of the dots. Getting your cardio training right and what that looks like for each person, that's a dot. Sleep is a dot. Water consumption is a dot. Supplements is a dot. Your mindset is a dot. Um, Your regular nutrition every day is a dot. Um, Your relationships are a dot. Like all of these things. And they're just dots out there. But when you get it right, you see that each of these dots are connected to you getting what it is that you want, right? Sometimes I talk about them as links in the chain and there's a, a link attached to a pole at the bottom of the mountain and there's a, uh, the chain goes all the way to the top. And you, what you want to be is standing at the top. And when you're at the top, that is success for you and you're achieving everything. So then what you have to realize is that each link is like one of those dots that I just mentioned about. And there's, there's dozens and dozens of them. How strong's the chain? as strong as the weakest link. And this is the problem. Some people are really good and focused at the training, but they're really weak on the nutrition. Or they might be good on the nutrition, but they're weak and unfocused and irregular on the strength training. 
uh, mindset is one of the biggest ones where people can often struggle, and that's another one. Okay, if that is a really weak link, then guess what? The chain falls apart, and you no longer get to the top. Right, and so this is what a coaching is another one. You don't have the right coach to tell you, yeah, what you're doing there is wrong. That is never going to work. But you keep working year after year after year, but it's never going to work. But because you're so passionate and emotional about emotional about it, you keep chasing it. But the right coach will tell you the reality. And sometimes that's what you don't want to hear. And that is, stop doing that. Right? So one of the most important things that... Uh, that I have uh, done in the last six years is find the right coach for me. The one that resonates with me, the one that will tell me exactly. And look, I'm, I'm battling a dilemma at the moment, which is to do with a passion project and my word and me being um, you know integral as a person and so forth. And to be honest, I want to stop the work. And so... Um, this is something that I need to take to my coach uh, tomorrow and have the conversation with him. And because I am coachable, whatever he tells me to do, I will do. I, because I trust him. And this is the final point I will make in seeing the dots. You will not always see the dots. But your coach, the right coach, can see those way in front of you. And you will say, okay, well, I'm doing this and this and I'm doing it for this and this. But they've been that road before. They can see it. They can see uh, the 8, 10, 12, 100 moves in front of you. We can say, well, yeah, Rob, if you keep doing this, 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 and this, this is going to lead to this, which will lead to this and this and this. So that's why I'm telling you, you need to stop it now to save you all the pain, the time, the heartache, whatever to get to that point where you realize it yourself. I'm telling you not to do it now, so don't do it. And that's why having the right coach can see all that for you, um, which is the great thing that I have with certainly health, uh, wellness, fitness mindset. I, I say to people, I say, okay, I see what you say. I, I hear what you're saying, and I understand why you're saying it, but here's the reasons why you must stop that immediately and why you need to do this instead. Because what you're doing is inconsistent with what you're telling me that you want. And these are the reasons why that will not work for you. And you're going to spend all this time, money, energy to get to this point, And then you'll find that out yourself. I'm just fast-tracking it for you and saying, stop now. Stop now. Connect your dots. It's very important. Get your right coach. Be coachable. Be consistent. Be focused. Increase your work ethic. And you can have everything that you've ever wanted. If you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and you can opt in for a free consultation right there. It's free. It's with me personally and it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Stay safe, everybody. See you tomorrow.